Water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four channels lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the streamers attacked. Only the podcasters, masters of all internet entertainment, could stop them, just like our non-existent sponsors. But when the world needed them the most, they vanished. A hundred years have passed since we have done Gravity Falls, and Raul and I discovered a new show about an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are childish and mildly annoying, he still has a lot to learn before he inspires any show. But I believe Aang can save our franchise. Welcome back, guys, to... My Cabbages! Well, finally, we're doing an episode I've been waiting for for a long time. Yeah, because, well, life gets in the way. And I would, it's easy to blame Raul, but it's also my fault as well. Life just mm-hmm. got in the way for both of us. Yes, but also because this two-parter is so good. Cue the, uh, the gif of Harry Osborne going so good. Yes, it's so good. It's... Is that cherry like that? It's like that state that you'll be waiting for after an appetizer, and I'm like, oh, so good! Like, <laughs> god damn it! Like, people know this that for me this show took some time to get used to it, but this is the episode that I'm like, okay, I was already on this boat, but now I'm secure, especially because of what happens in part two. One of my favorite little characters. In this show, and I'm like, I, I need to know more about him. <laughs> but yes. Oh yes, especially because in this two part, it's gonna be the last time that we're gonna mention in this episode in the next one, comparisons to the movie. Yes, yes, and <laughs> thank God we're getting past that. Yes, <laughs> and then we will get into probably what I consider spoiler alert a perfect season of television. Yeah. Better than Korra season three? I would say on par. I would ah. say they. Bo- I would say they are both on the same level, which is a very hard level to get to. Mm-hmm. I think they're both equal. Interesting. But this was kind of like Korra season one and two, where it just took a lot of time. Yeah, season two like- especially is definitely the weakest. Mm-hmm. But we're not here to talk about Korra. That will take many, many moons. Many years. See, see what I did there? Yeah. Uh, no, we're here to talk about the Siege of the North, part one. The Scourge. I mean the North. <laughs> yeah, just part one. No mm-hmm. clever little titles at the end, but this was the two, first part of the two-part finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, aired December 2nd, 2005. Ooh. Written by John O'Brien, directed by uh, frequent director Lauren McMullen. I like her. Mm-hmm. And this is just a, it's the second part of the, I like to call it the North Pole trilogy. Well, that's right. It's technically a three-parter. Yeah, you, you yeah because it's, we only have three episodes in the North Pole. Mm-hmm. But this is the start of the big battle. Hmm. So it starts with um, Katara basically mopping the floor with, uh all the students mm-hmm. turns out and paku's just master paku is like anybody else want to go against katara and he's like you've advanced more quickly than any student i've ever trained uh you have I proven wonder, i wonder how much time has happened between last episode and this episode maybe like a week or two 
Yeah, not very long, which yeah. is even cooler. He says, you have proven that with fierce determination, passion, and hard work, you can accomplish anything. Raw talent is not enough, Aang. Mm-hmm. As we see him just playing in the snow. And he's just like, you care to step into the sparring circle? I mean, you've had time to play with house pets. You must have mastered waterbending already. He's like, haven't mastered it, but check this out. And he makes himself a snowman. And then they're Uh, just both like, oh, my God. (laughs) This is one of the moments, even though I'll sometimes say I have a love-hate relationship with Aang. This is when I want to slap him. Sometimes I was like, oh, God. But I know it's funny. It's to break the child humor. But then we got into the ship. To you and Saka, you wish is like a, you mean Yue? Yue, sorry, you wish is like yeah, not me and Saka. No, you was uh, so they don't have palaces in the Southern Tribe, and Saka is like, are you kidding? I grew up in a block of ice. It's not exactly a cultural hub, and she she laughs. I was like, Saka, this is wrong. What's wrong? We're, we're talking a walk. I'm engaged. It's just telenovela feels. I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I know what you need. Mm-hmm. We know. <laughs> I was like, you need to meet my good friend, Appa. Who? <laughs> yeah. She needs some of that South Pole. Am I talking mm-hmm. about? <laughs> and then Q. Uh, Appa could be for his penis. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks for ruining the joke. It's okay. <laughs> that was the part of the point. <laughs> the point? That joke. Uh, uh, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's okay. They're both uh, they're around the same age, and plus, they're teenagers. They're mm-hmm. really stupid. Steve but <laughs> and then he's, he's just like, Appa, how's it going?" And then immediately, uh, to to his credit, Appa is very affectionate to Sokka, but he's a little too affectionate. And he's like, "Ah, easy, mm-hmm. easy," <laughs> and he's just like. She's just like, it looks like you've been neglecting Appa. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, climb on in. And then we get our Aladdin moment where he just goes, yep, yep. I wanted him to go, do you trust me? I. But the way that he drafts it up with so, so much security, he's like, because we have this moment, this is a lead up. Because in so many times he fails to fly on Appa and Appa denies him. Well, it comes back to... Uh, one of the first episodes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. This is this is was a moment that it was earned because it could have backfired on him if Appa would have said no, though. Well, he caught him at a good time, yes. and through the many of the hilarious one-off adventures, they've grown t- uh, a bond. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've all grown a bond together. Yes. They're 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 not just a gang. They're a family, as Dominic Toretto. I know he's probably somewhere. Just got like, I just got so excited because of that. Oh god, family just got bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that line will come into play very, very soon. Hey, don't don't put that in the air because nope. then the Rock can ruin this franchise. The Rock. It's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's. She's just like, oh, my goodness. And she's just like, I can't believe you do this every day. And he just goes, yeah, we pretty much live up here out on the streets on our own. Mm -hmm. Not like in the palace where you got servants to serve you. Obviously, I'm making the Aladdin jokes. Mm -hmm. 
because I want them to both say, it just feels like I'm trapped. Huh? You know what? One of the best romantic scenes mm-hmm. with that gorgeous sunset. Yes. So you're but this that, is during the middle of the day. So you're saying that Saki is a diamond in the rough? He kind of is. He kind That's of is. That's true. And she just goes, uh, is it always this cold in the sky? And he goes, not when you're with someone. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> oh, bitch. I was just like, my boy, yes. my boy, he's getting confident. And this mm-hmm. is uh, the beginning or no, not the beginning. This is when you're like, he's got game. Mm-hmm. That was pretty smooth. <laughs> and she, she's clearly blushing and she goes, it's beautiful up there. And I wanted him to go. Yeah. You are, but he goes, but they almost kiss, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, good times. Good times. And then this is where the shit gets real, because it starts. There was a lot of seven, eight-year-olds that they became instant shippers on Tumblr just because of this moment. (laughs) But then the soot starts to rain down, Mm -hmm. and Momo even, uh, you know, catches Mm -hmm. it like it's snow. Yeah. And he immediately is like, ah, ah. They're like, oh no. Sokka's like, this happened be- when the Fire Nation invaded, or just mm-hmm. before the they invaded. Looks like there's going to be a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then, uh, then we get and we go into the the fire ships, and we see Shao. It's like this will truly be one for the history books, General Iroh. Just to think, centuries from now, people will study the Great Admiral Shao. Who destroyed the last of the water tribe civilization? You're lucky here to see it. I was like, be careful what you wish for, Amro. Be careful not, not to choke on your aspirations, director. History is not always kind to his subjects. And I'm like, damn! That is a good line, Nairo. That is a very good line. <laughs> and Sha was like, I suppose you speak from experience, but rest assured. This will be nothing like your legendary failure at Basing Say. This is humongous foreshadowing. <laughs> this is also really good script writing because you get yes. amazing nuggets. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, Iroh goes, for your sake, I hope not. Mm-hmm. Or I hope not for your sake. Mm-hmm. And you know he genuinely means it. Yes. And Shao's like, tell the Countess to prepare for the first strike. Dun, dun, dun. Um, but then we see Iroh conspiring with Zuko, and he goes, do you got a plan yet? And he's like, no, nah, Uncle, I'm still working on it. He's like, we're about to strike. And then... And then we see Sokka. We go back into the Water Tribe, and it's in his Wii U, and it was like, what's wrong? We have to go. No, Sokka, wait. I cannot see you anymore. Not at all. We can't. It was like, but why? We're just friends. Sending her to the friend zone. And she's with like, benefits. With benefits. I wish we could just be friends. But I like you too much. And it's too confusing. The hormones, you know, to be around you. I marry someone else. You don't love him, do you? You don't even seem to like him. It's like, but I do love my people. But you're not marrying them. <laughs> he has a point. That's true. You don't understand. I have duties to my father, my tribe. I had to do this. Goodbye. Oh, it's almost like there's uh, there's a full circle moment with that dialogue later on. Yeah, and also 
you know what you would need to do? It was like, I need to go. Goodbye. And she was like, Sydney in scary movie. Ah! <laughs> or Sydney in, uh, in Scream. Yes. Yeah, she does have a weird run. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sokka immediately just goes, stupid. Stupid. <laughs> just imagine Lou Wilson with the haircut. Stupid. Yeah. One of the worst haircuts ever. Only because he never washed his hair. I will ev- forever go on that rant about Skeet Ulrich's hair in mm. Scream 1. It's so disgusting to look at. <laughs> like, I feel so... Ugh, like, wash your fucking hair, dude. It's you so gross. You have to see it on Scream 6, too. Yeah, still wash your hair, Billy. Come on. <laughs> okay, anyway, the Chief is like, the day we have feared for so long has arrived. The Fire Nation is on our doorstep. It is with great sadness I call my family here before me, knowing well that some of these faces, whoo, 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 we see a couple faces, including I this know. one dude that we've never met before, are about to vanish from our tribe. And I was thinking, some of you may die, but it is a sacrifice I'm I am willing, willing to make. <laughs> I'm no. like, God damn it. <laughs> No. But also, I love how the show went so dramatic so fast. I was like, one of these people are going to die. He goes, but they will never vanish from our hearts. Mm-hmm. Now, as we approach the battle for our existence, mm-hmm. I call upon the great spirits. Spirit of the ocean, spirit of the moon, be with us. I'm going well, to need volunteers. Also, didn't this feel like Helm's Deep all of a sudden, too? Especially in part two. Like, the way of, like, the grandeur of the battle and, um... And Aang said, I will come back to you at the mm-hmm. turn of the tide. <laughs> yes, yes! It's also a it's a layered yeah. joke. Mm-hmm. Layered I'm... like Shrek. I'm no longer Aang. I'm Aang the White. <laughs> I mean, he's already white. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, then Saka, of course... Saka, he's like, oh, come me in. And Katara was like, no, as I got, be warned, many of you will not return. Come forward to receive my mark if you accept the task. And he's painting three red lines on on every single one that is going to go to the battle. And I'm not pretty sure J.J. Abrams stole for this for Force Awakens. Because the lines almost felt the same, like, like Finn. And it's then, probably like a cultural thing as well. Yeah, I know. And then... We see Arnok is like, wow, the, st- the stillness before battle, battle is so Oh, we terrible. also forgot about the look that Sokka gives uh, Yue, and mm-hmm. she immediately, she's got to stand there, and she's silently crying. Yeah, the dread and the drama. Oh. So good. Angst. Yes. And then Angus like, I wasn't there when the Fire Nation attacked my people. And Katara was like, I just recap this. Didn't you saw the intro, Katevin? <laughs> you were not here when the Fire Nation attacked, Katevin. <laughs> I did, I'm going to make a difference this time. And be like, are you, Ink? Are you going to make a difference? I'll be in I the remember corner. one of my earliest memories with the show mm-hmm. is seeing promo- promos for this two-part finale. It was a big event for me. And like they hyped it up as a big event. You know, the, the, the Fire Nation is going to attack the Water Nation. Uh, is going to attack the Northern Water Tribe. It was this, um, I'm going to make a difference this time. They use that in all the promos. And they also used the shot with everybody up on the wall. You know, with Katara and Sokka and stuff. And they're just Mm -hmm. like, the Fire Nation's about to attack. 
I'm going to make a difference this time. Stuff like that. Watch mm, Avatar. That's a good promo. That sounds like a No, good they promo. knew how to cut promos. Yes. Wait till you get to the next season finale. Ooh, I, I can tell you about how they promoted that. I, I lived it. Promos. I was there. I was there the day men fell, Gandalf. It reminds me. Oh, I remember the heroes promos. Oh, they were so good, though. I remember those, too. Those were pretty awesome. And then you're going to see also the Pretty Liars promos, too. Oh, joy. <laughs> anyway, we don't have some dude going like, ooh, on the wall. <laughs> yes. And it's not in the dead of night, either. And there's no stabbings. Like in Game of Thrones. And then we see Aang flying away with, with Appa. And then Saka was like, Katara! And we see Katara. She uses water bending. To free herself, and we see Ang Osaka. We see that Ang is guiding uh, Appa, and we see all of these ships attacking. And Ang does what he does best, trying to destroy them. Oh uh, no, no, no! He has one ship. Yeah, one ship first. Sorry, only one ship first, and then he. I love this kind of reveal. That when it, when all of the biggest clouds showing all of the smoke coming from the water and also seeing all of the glazers that he's showing that reveals all of the ships. I love this kind of like fear that Ang feels right here because like, a, oh, I had never dealt with this much before. And I love that he also, it's that kind of duality that Ang has it because first he has this power from so many people before him that kind of like parts of, the, of their souls. He also feels old, but he's also still on his carnal version of like his on his human version was like I am just a kid that is ten years old and I don't know what to do right now. I like that duality. I'm just a kid mm-hmm. and life is a nightmare. Yes. <laughs> no, but um it is really cool the action here. You can definitely tell they keep upping the action mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. And then we also cut to uh the secret bunker men you'll be infiltrating the fire nation navy and it's mm-hmm. the same music i'm remembering from the pilot and like Sokka given his men we're about to go on a dangerous mission because what is what makes us men whereas that was used to comic relief here it's like oh shit's getting serious it's like you'll need uniforms and then Sokka obviously busts out laughing because the guy has on a very dated uniform I, I, that is a really good joke, though. Also, because it's like also Saka like remembering his past battles, but it's also it's like I keep with the Fire Nation canon, though. I know about the uniforms. Well, if anything, I'm. It's kind of surprising they didn't ask him. Like, hey, have you guys dealt with the Fire Nation? And yes, they have. They probably have more experience than anybody. Yeah, but remember that this tribe, they had that master that he was totally sexist against Katara in the last episode. Yeah, but this is Sokka. But still, you can feel that there's a little ignorance between them because this tribe have been treating themselves that there's nothing outside of them. But they oh, they behave kind of like they're only in their town, their castle, their glaciers, and that's it. There's nothing outside of it. It's funny that you mention it that way because that theme does mm-hmm. very much expand next year oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> next season sorry next we're season. not gonna wait a full year to do season two we're gonna we're, we're gonna it won't be as long as you think mm-hmm. anyway um what does happen is oh yeah i love the joke that 
Sokka's like, oh, yeah, when was this? Like 100 years ago? And the chief just goes, 85. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, okay, uh, this doesn't happen. And the guy's like, how can we trust this guy? Such bull talk for a new recruit. And then he's like, hey, Sokka's from our sister tribe, Han. He's a capable warrior, and I value his input. Mm -hmm. And Sokka has this very smug look on Mm -hmm. him, too. And he's like, "Uh, we have to identify their commanding officer. And he goes, his name is Zhao. Middle-aged, big sideburns, bigger temper. And then he's like, Sokka, tell us. I want you to tell us everything you know to mm-hmm. Han. He's leading the mission, and he's like, Han, show Sokka respect. I expect nothing less from my future son-in-law. Twist. Princess Yue is marrying you, and he's like, yeah, what of it? Nothing. Congratulations. Basically, you know these two mm-hmm. suck. <laughs> like, this is going to suck. Yeah, and then we see that we go back into the and with Iroh in showers like a, it's almost Twilight Admiral as your military consultant I must advise you to hold your attack. The waterbenders draw their power from the moon and it's nearly full tonight. You should wait and resume the attack at daybreak. And Shao was like, oh, I'm well aware of the moon problem and I am working on a solution. But for now, daybreak it is. I see that the Death Star is not fully operational. <laughs> it was I that sent the transmission. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, then they stop. and then... They have to do the Star Wars jokes. There's a lot of like high, high tension. Well, I mean, the guy's name is Han. Yes. Obviously, the poke at Han Solo, even mm. though it's never confirmed. His first name is Catherine. <laughs> oh my god but what does happen is they're like let's stop firing and then we just see ang who is just he flies towards them and he is just exasperated and exhausted like he, he's like there's so many of them i must have taken out like a dozen of them but they just keep coming i can't do this on my own and then you is just like but you have to you're the avatar and then he goes i'm just one kid and that, to me, I was like, oh, wow. That's a good moment, Frank. That was the thing that I was saying. I like this moment a lot. And also shows one of my complaints on season one. That I always, between, I'm always 50-50 on, on Aang as a hero. But I'm also, what we're going to see in season two, and three, I was like, oh, you know what? He's growing on me. And so, but I like this moment because... It's kind of like that thing of complaining about a hero that has too much power. And I like when the writers are like, no, we need to make him suffer, like to feel that he's not as powerful as a goddess he can be. He has to earn his power, even though he already has it, technically. Well, that's the whole point of a story arc, Mm -hmm. is that he's supposed to learn and grow, and then ultimately the end result is going to be somebody that has earned their Mm -hmm. ending. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is the start of it. I mean, yeah, of course you're not going to like him at the very beginning, at least not as much as others. Yeah, like kids identify, well, kids identify with Aang a lot. And this show is primarily aimed towards kids. But the better story that everybody relates to is Zuko's. 
I'm pretty sure if I would have seen this show, if I was a kid when this show came out, I would have loved Zuko right away. Well, everybody did. Yeah. <laughs> or Well, they didn't love Zuko, but they loved to hate him. That's the whole thing, is that they knew he wasn't a good guy, but they knew his story was interesting. Like, how he mm-hmm. became the bad guy and everything mm-hmm. is... Sometimes the the villains outshine the heroes. Mm-hmm. And this is very much the case in certain scenes. Uh, because it's funny that you bring up Zuko, because we see Zuko is about to get on a boat, and Iroh's just like, he says, if you're fishing for an octopus, my nephew, you need a tightly woven net or he will squeeze through the tiniest hole and escape. I don't need your wisdom right now, uncle. And he says, I'm sorry. I just nag you because, well, ever since I lost my son. Uncle, you don't have to say it. I think of you as my own. Uh... <laughs> in, goes, another I... in another new universe, we'll have done taxes with you. <laughs> Get out. And he goes, I know, I know, Uncle. We'll meet again after I have the Avatar. And he, he has the parent moment where he goes, remember your breath of fire. It could save your life out there. Put your hood up. Keep your ears warm. And he goes, I'll be fine. And Yoda, save you again. And Luke Skywalker, I will. That boy was our last hope. No, there is another. Uh, and then uh, we see a the warrior base and they're sharpening Han and uh, Sokka are sharpening axes mm-hmm. and Han's just like let me tell you Sokka I've courted a lot of girls but Yue is the finest and she comes with the most perks and he's like perks what does that mean he's like yeah I mean she's nice and everything but I get points with chi- points I'll gain with Chief aren't bad either mm. and Sokka immediately just says Princess Yue is wasted on a self-absorbed weasel like you it's just a simple rub from the southern tribe. What will you know of the political complexities of our life? No offense. I just wanted him to go, you are a street rat. You will always be a street rat. And only your fleas will mourn you. Uh, I can't. I guess I just really am thinking of Aladdin. of Aladdin. I just need to rewatch Aladdin again. Aladdin is a really good movie, though. It is pretty good. But the Aladdin parallels I can make with this are mm. eerie. <laughs> And then they fight, and then uh, the chief is like, Sokka, you're off the mission. Uh, Han's just like, all right, fall in, man. Everybody listen to what I'm saying. We'll take out this Admiral Choi in no time. And he goes, it's Admiral Shao. <laughs> and then and after then this, we get wait. the Zuko stealth mission. I know. I forgot about this. That Zuko, Please describe this. Zuko is in a, in a boat. He's going into the wall, like the, the big wall. But then also, my I don't know if it was my DVD or my TV settings, but then he goes underneath the water to go over the ball, uh, under the wall, and then he goes upright, but he almost drowns. So he uses his his fire bending to make a hole to get in. To, to the town, right? Uh, the firebending to melt the ice. Yes, to yeah, melt it's the ice. so cool. And it also simultaneously keeps him warm. Mm-hmm. That too. I forgot about that. Also, I don't know why when I was watching these two episodes, I was thinking of that Elemental movie trailer. Because they you mean the one that just dropped? Yeah. Yeah, the one they just dropped. <laughs> Elementally, my dear mm-hmm. Watson. 
Oh, that God. was a bad one. You know what? That's bad, even by my standards. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to withdraw that one. Anyway, <laughs> you know, it's the attempts. But <laughs> Zuko does notice that the sea lion turtles are all there. And <laughs> that he's like, they got to come up for air somewhere. <laughs> okay, let's see where this goes. As we see, Zuko is very observant. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, and a Yue in Katara, and and then goes like a, the legend says that the moon was the first waterbender, and our ancestors show how he pushed and pulled the ties and learned how to do it themselves. How's oh, that? interesting world building there mm-hmm. because it's funny that this will come up later. Mm-hmm. I always noticed that my waterbend is stronger at night. This is also important for season three. And our strength comes from the spirit from a, of the moon. Our life comes from the spirit from the, of the ocean. They work together to keep balance. And it's like, the spirits, maybe I can find them and get their help. You, How can you do that? The avatar is the bridge between our world and the spirit world. And can talk to them. Maybe they'll give you wisdom for to win the battle. Or maybe they unleash a crazy, amazing spirit attack on the Fire Nation. Or wisdom. That's good, too. Some great foreshadowing right there. Mm-hmm. And that was done as a joke, too. Yeah. The only it's problem just... is the last time you got into the spirit world by accident, how are you going to get there this time? You was like, I have an idea. Follow me. And then they go to this secret uh, oh, garden. And... Then what happens is Aang is like, is this the way to the spirit world? And she's like, no. Well, you'll have to get there on your own. But mm-hmm. I think you'll come to the most spiritual place in the entire North Pole. And we see this beautiful oasis. Like water flowing down, great grass. It's very, as they describe, tranquil. The little kind of like grass that is in the, the pond between the water and the pond. It's oh. it's very peaceful. Like I was just like I could take a nap at this place and just did, feel so at peace. The movie did so wrong with this set piece. I just remember the movie version of this uh, of this part. It is so easy to get it right. Mm-hmm. And Katara was like, "It's so warm in here. How is that possible? This is the center of all the spiritual energy in our land." And, and we see like, two fish. Mm-hmm. One black and one white swimming out in the pond. And Angle's like, you're right, you. I can feel something. It's so tranquil. And I was like, uh, and then we see. Oh. <laughs> Momo. Yeah, Momo. And he's just like going between it, going with the, with the fish. And I was like, uh, and the Momo's like, no, no, no. Come on, Momo, get out. And we see that Suko is with the turtle. He sees the turtle. So it was like, no, be quiet. And then we see Arnok with, with Saka. It was like, uh, Oh no, I was like, is it something wrong? I was like, no, it's Hans out there on the top secret mission while I'm here sharpening my boomerang. Everything's fine. Listen to me. I took you off the mission for selfish reasons. I have a special tax for you. Oh, you want me to scrub the barracks? I want you to guard my daughter, Princess Yui. Oh, sure, that shouldn't be too hard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> phrasing but mm-hmm. what does happen is we see uh zuko's still going through the water mm-hmm. and everything and he ducks his head to survey but it turns out he's caught under a frozen patch of ice and he tries to uh he starts to panic because you know he needs air mm-hmm. but he does keep his cool long enough to 
melt the frozen patch mm-hmm. and get out. And I love that uh, afterwards we're seeing uh, Aang trying to meditate and we see Yue and Katara talking in the background and they're like, he, uh, it takes all his concentration. Uh, is there any way we can help? And he just goes, how about some quiet? Come on, guys. I can hear everything word you're saying. <laughs> and we see these two koi fish. Mm-hmm. One black, one white, and also the white one has a black spot on the top. Mm-hmm. The black one has a white spot on the top. I knew even then what they were trying to say. Mm-hmm. And then we see Aang, in fact, does get into the spirit world. And when when we know he's in the spirit world, because his tattoos light up. Yes. Yes, it does. And... He, she Katara says he'll be fine as long as we don't move his body. That's his way back to the physical world. Mm-hmm. And then Katara's like, "Oh, I can, I can protect him." And then Zuko immediately shows up to be like, "You're a big girl now." <laughs> and no, he's like, "Hand him over. I won't have to hurt you." And we see that Zuko also stupidly tries to fight Katara mm-hmm. um, at night. Mm-hmm. And he even says, "You little peasant, you found a master, haven't you?" And we see this awesome fight scene where Katara basically whoops his ass for a bit, but unfortunately, uh, she forgot that she's fighting a firebender. Yes, I mean she manages to freeze Zuko, mm-hmm. but just in time for the sun to come up. Also. She froze Suko in kind of like a big ass ball of ice, almost like Aang. And also, I- like the guy in the beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm, that too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "It's daybreak at last. Let's write some history." Mm-hmm. And then he starts kicking her butt, and he goes, "You rise with the moon. I rise with the sun." Oh, there's a good badass line. And then we see showers like a, the water tribe can try to resist the inedible, but their city will fall today. And this is when we see also, we see that, we see that, this is when we see Ang, no, not yet. We see that Katara was like, a, Isaka comes back, I was like, a, where's Suko? And I was like, a, he took Ang, he took him right underneath me. Where do they go? Dun, dun, dun. We see that Zuko is walking through a blizzard with Aang. Mm -hmm. As the snow falls, then we cut to black. So does the last airbender. Uh, That would have been (laughs) the snow falls also the last airbender. That would have been the line. And that is the end of part one. Mm -hmm. So, what'd you think? This is a really good episode. Yeah, I Um, would agree. Um... There's uh, there's some really good way that they deliver exposition. Great foreshadowing that I forgot about it. Now seeing the whole show, now I understand it. I love the telenovela moments between you and Saka. And also me as a Sutara shipper. Uh, one of their biggest fights. Yay. <laughs> he said big girl. Mm. But he says sarcastically. He never, He didn't mean it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we have some continuity with the series. Ooh. we got two marks of continuity that I can talk about. Yeah. Uh, while fighting the ocean, some of the waterbenders stop a Fire Nation battleship the same way the shipwreck scene in the pilot episode was encased. 
you notice that how like the ship was at a like a 90 degree yeah. angle or like mm-hmm. an angle like that mm-hmm. yeah and the marks on the foreheads of the northern water tribe warriors are the same type of marks Bato gave Ang Katara and Sokka in Bato of the Water Tribe. So it's the same uh, mm-hmm. markings of uh, trust, bravery, and courage. I forgot about or that. Or trust, courage, and uh, wise. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people did. And we got some trivia. Um, the commentary involving um, the this guy Sangok, who is one of who is the student fighting Katara and a sea sponge is a subtle reference to oh yeah when uh Paku's like um you might be able to fight a sea sponge someday apparently it's a reference to SpongeBob while in the German translation Paku refers to a starfish which is also a reference to SpongeBob because that's Patrick who is SpongeBob's best friend Look at that corporate synergism. Uh, synergy. Anyway, an old Nicktoon website or Nickelodeon website referred to this episode as the Northern Water Tribe, but it went on to call the next episode by its working title The Siege of the North Part 2. Um, well, I can't really say this because the three faces that they show, yeah, um, Let's let's just uh, say mm-hmm. less the said better. Maybe at the end of part two. Yeah. Um, in the dialogue between Han and Sokka, Han pronounces Sokka's name incorrectly by elongating the O, which is the Asian, Asian pronunciation and how it's pronounced in the film The Last Airbender with Sokka. <laughs> uh, that's how it's actually pronounced. Yeah. Uh, this two-part episode is Michael Dante DiMartino's favorite episode, as he described it as an awesome way to end the first book. He's one of the creators. Mm -hmm. And when talking about asking the spirits for help, Aang jokingly suggests that the spirits will unleash a crazy... Yeah, some foreshadowing there. And then during a brief part where Sokka is marked to join the mission, an instrumental version of Iroh's song, Four Seasons, plays in the background. I did not notice that. That's cool. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was uh, Siege of the North, part mm-hmm. one. Um, what do you think? Any I'll anything give, you want to add? I will give this episode a nine. This is a really good episode. You know what? I'll go a little bit higher, nine and a half. Ooh. The only part that I have a problem with is that uh, it ends on a cliffhanger. But I know it's uh, part one, mm-hmm. so yeah. Anyway, next week we're gonna finish the first season. It's crazy. It took us like what so a long. year and a year and a half. It won't take us this long uh, mm-hmm. next season because we're gonna we're gonna start cranking out more, especially since the second season's where it really picks up. Mm-hmm. But I'm, not, I'm gonna be forty when we do Cora. <laughs> uh, you're being modest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, until then, where can the good people find you? You can find me as always at RoverRDC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on TikTok at RoverRDC. Please follow the podcast on SYNS Pod on Twitter. Please give us a nice rating on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and the other ones that you believe. Yeah, you can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at Master of Puns 196 Every word starts with a capital letter. 
You can also find me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our main show, Twitter at SYNS Pod, as well as give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Just give us a five star. Just please, somebody review. And also listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Spotify for Podcasters, wherever uh, podcasts can be listened to. And as always, see you next summer. Dun, 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 dun.